Welcome to the Green Industry Pros Podcast, Grassroots. Today we're talking about the future of commercial mowing and how the right machines can make mowing more efficient and productive. Our guest today is Aaron Griffith, National Sales Manager of Professional Products at Cub Cadet. Aaron is going to talk to us about modern mowing and when autonomous robot mowers will be a common sight in commercial mowing. Hi, Aaron. Welcome. Hello, Gigi. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for being with us. Excited to be on here. Well, great. Let's just jump right into it. And uh, let's go with the first question here. Um, You know, I'm sure that everyone listening is pretty familiar with the Cub Cadet brand, but can you talk a little bit about the Cub Cadet of today and what are some of the technologies Cub Cadet is using and developing? Yeah, I'd love to go through that with you. You know, Cub Cadet has been a name in the uh, lawn mowing space for many, many years. Um, You know, actually, we started back in 1961 building tractors and have been very, very well known in the residential space for many, many years. And over the last really five to six years, we've really been emphasizing the growth in the commercial space uh, with landscapers and contractors. And we've kind of taken a grassroots approach to this is, you know, we're getting into this a little bit later than a lot of other companies. So we kind of set out to figure out how we can build things differently and build different. Um, So we sit down and talk to landscapers before we build any of our products, uh, before we go to market. It's a really exciting uh, way to launch products is really learning from the landscaper um, and the municipality contractor what kind of issues we can help solve for them. Um, And really over the last couple of years, we've taken our steering wheel technology and really adapted that to be um, more and more useful in the the commercial and municipality space um, by adding dual wheels to the back of it, making it hold slopes a little bit better and finding those those issues that that contractors have out there. And then that product honestly has evolved into um, some semi-autonomous stuff now uh, because of the technology that that unit has. We're really looking towards autonomous as, as well as electric down the road um, as the way of the future. Wow, that's great. Speaking of which, can you talk a little bit about how autonomous mowing fits into today's commercial mowing industry? What are you seeing out there? Sure. It is in its infancy stages. Um, you know, you go to GIE, you go to different shows every year. There seems to be, you know, more and more of them. Um, this year, you know, the first year at GIE, back after a couple after the the COVID year when we didn't have GIE um, and there was a lot more autonomous units that were out there a lot of those units are being showed as developmental units not necessarily out in the field but just to show the technology that is coming down the road I do think we're we're a few years off from fully autonomous units Um, you know the way I look at it is you know you can't necessarily dial up the Batmobile and have the Batmobile show up at your house just yet. You know, automotive industry is not quite to, to fully autonomous yet either. Um, so to me, the the lawn and garden space will probably be a little bit behind that um, because there's a lot of investments that have to happen on the, um, the camera size, the legality side of things um, to get us there. But because of that steering wheel technology that we developed many years ago, we're actually able to do a semi-autonomous unit um, into the market a little bit quicker than other people can uh, because we're not, we still have an operator on the unit so that we don't have to worry with different sensors and things like that. 
Well, because of the labor shortages that are out there today, uh, I'm sure you've talked to many other people that have that have mentioned the labor shortage issues that are out there. It's really important to be looking at um, for us as a manufacturer. It's really important for us. We feel like to take that on to help the landscape contractor get the work done because it, quite frankly, there's just not as many people out there willing to do the work that there used to be. And there's still the same amount of grass that's got to get cut. The same amount of shrubs need to be trimmed. The same amount of trees need to be trimmed. Fertilizer needs to get put down. So anything we can do as a manufacturer to ease those burdens um, is something we really want to spend some time on. Well, that's great. Uh, you know, at the same time, I've, I've walked through GIE and seen contractors kind of checking out robot mowers for the first time and kind of, you know, giving it that raised eyebrow. What do you say to those guys what, for those contractors out there who are not totally sold on robot lawnmowers and, and that whole, you know, subcategory of mowers? What can you say, uh, you know, to the benefits of autonomous mowers? Yeah, it's it's just like everything else. You know, there's a reason why we build um, pretty much every commercial manufacturer builds a, a 36 inch walk behind all the way up to a 72 inch and some other manufacturers have larger than 72 inch zero turns is because there's a different mower for everybody, right? You know, not everything fits in that little box of of cutting grass. You know, there's a lot of different ways to cut grass. Uh, But the thing that I always try to to tell um, customers when we're talking about different products is have an open mind. Um, You know, there's more than one way to, to slice the bread and, and different things like that. And look for different and unique ideas that can make your job easier and make your work easier. Get with the manufacturer, get a demo of the product and try it on different properties and see how it may work. You know, a lot of these robotic units may look big and robust, but because of the fact that they are robotic, they can go in places that you, you typically wouldn't take that big of a machine in. And if you can save labor right now, which is something that every landscape contractor I talk to is looking to do, you owe it to yourself to take a look at these products that can make your job easier and make you more productive. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and Cub Cadet has this really interesting lawnmower model, the, the Sure Path. And can you tell us more about the Sure Path and how it works? Um, and tell us about the specs, like the power and the size and stuff. Um, sure. It seems big. I mean, is it only for sports fields or major properties or what's the deal it, with that? It is it is a large unit. It is on our premium series platform, which is our Pro Z nine hundred platform. Uh, that's going to give you the biggest engines that we offer. That specific unit comes with an FX one thousand Kawasaki thirty five horse engine. Um, it has sixteen cc transmissions. It goes fourteen mile an hour. Um, if you want to go that fast, um, it has our triple seven gauge plated deck, so it's over half of an inch thick at the spindle housing. Comes with a three-year warranty and a five-year, 1,750-hour deck warranty. So the SurePath unit is on our premium platform, our top-of-the-line product. Um, and what we did is, we, like I said earlier, we were able to take the steering wheel technology that we have had in play for, for many years, and we were able to adapt the semi-autonomous um, system to that. It's a very similar system that the ag industry has been using for years, actually, um, in tractors and sprayers and different things like that. 
and it connects to uh, GPS satellites. And what this unit is going to do, the reason we call it semi-autonomous is because it still takes the operator. The operator still has to have input into the unit. Um, and that's going to control the speed and tell it when to turn and when not to turn. And how the unit works is there's a joystick that's mounted on the right-hand armrest. It just feels like it's been there forever. You know, it's, it's really comfortable and easy to use. And there's a couple different buttons on it. And what you will do is when you get ready to mow a property, you're going to set a GPS line. Okay, it's a gray button on the joystick. You hit it once, and that kind of turns on the GPS, for lack of better terms. Turns the GPS on. Then you drive to where you want the second point to be. You do not have to drive in a straight line. You can do figure eight, circles, whatever you want to do. Go to where you want that second point to be and hit that gray GPS button one more time. And that locks a line in from point A to point B. And that unit, that GPS system on that lawnmower will know that line forever. Now, most of these units will connect to a statewide GPS correction network. So in theory, that line would go all the way to a state line, right? So Gigi, you're in Iowa, right? So it would go, if you're running east and west, it would go all the way to Illinois and all the way to Nebraska. Um, you know, north-south would, would be the opposite, you know, Missouri up to Wisconsin or Minnesota, right? Whatever part of Iowa you're in. And it would run that line forever. And what it's going to do is it's going to keep you on that and it's going to guarantee you roughly three and a half to three and three quarters inches of overlap at all times. It doesn't matter if it's on a 72 or 60 inch unit. It's always going to have that amount of overlap. Then when you get to the end of that line and you're ready to turn around and, and say move over to the left or move over to the right to continue cutting, you simply with one click hit turn left or turn right. And because of that steering wheel technology, it automatically counter rotates the inside tire, makes the turn, moves it over, doesn't tear turf up, turns around, goes to the next line and starts cutting right on that precise line. So it's going to really gain the efficiency just in overlap alone. We did a lot of third party testing with this um, with landscapers out in the field. And what we found is that with a 72 inch machine, just the overlap alone will give you 12% on average more productivity. Um, so it's going to allow you to cut more over a longer period of time. It's going to take the amount of basically stripe swipes you have to go throughout. Um, the other thing that it does, the, the thing it's hard to account for really is what it does for your physical fatigue and how does that make you more uh, productive throughout the day. You know, when you're sitting on this unit um, or you're sitting on a non, this semi-autonomous unit and you're mowing, you're constantly looking at that line because you want to be as efficient as possible when you're cutting grass. You're looking at, you're looking at um, objects you may need to maneuver around. You're looking at that line to keep that nice, precise line. And you're, you're kind of stressed, right? You're, you're holding on. You're looking at that line. You're focused on that at all times. With this unit, you set the line and you forget about it, really. You just sit there, sit back and relax, hit turn left, turn right. Um, pay attention to your surroundings, of course, but uh, it it's, makes you a lot more comfortable throughout the day. Um, now to answer the, the second part of that question, which is, is this really only for large uh, format areas? It performs great in big, wide open spaces. It loves to just get out there and eat grass, really, um, when you're out in the, the middle of, of a wide open space. 
we have seen really, really good successes with customers mowing sports fields. You know, I think of, of you know, the places we end up on, on the weekends, a lot of us, um, soccer fields and baseball fields and things like that. It's great for those spaces. Um, it's great at um, colleges and universities where there's big, wide open spaces. But because of the consistency of the unit, the productivity of the unit, it doesn't matter if that landscaper has been cutting grass for 20 years or 20 minutes, their productivity is the same. So if you're using 60 inch units on properties, the machine would work fine there as well. Um, so it, yes, it, that is that is our model is going after those large property areas um, with the sports fields, the campuses, things like that. But if you're running 60 inch machines in your operation, it's worth looking at a machine like this because you're going to gain those efficiencies over time. Oh, that's interesting. So why go with a mower that's basically half robot, mm-hmm. so to speak? Yeah, the reason we chose that option is we want to get to fully autonomous, right? That's the end game goal. However, we don't believe that the the technology and the price of the technology to do it adds up into this space currently. Okay. Um, there's ways to do it, but it gets very, very costly. Um, it gets, it gets very technologically advanced to get to a fully autonomous unit and landscape contractors need a way to be more productive and more efficient in 2022, just like they're going to need it in 2030. Right? So if we are trying to get to that fully autonomy, that's the end game. Well, why should the landscape contractor wait five years, six years, seven years until it's really, really ready and robust enough to use in this space when we can give them more efficiencies along the way as we're trying to get to that model? Sure, that makes sense. Tell me about training. How hard is it to get on this thing and, and get it moving? That That is the beauty of this unit. Um, you know, we, we were doing some testing with a really large... Uh, property before we were ready to launch this unit. Um, it's something we do with all of our pro products is they they spend uh, time out in the field for a full season um, with end users um, before we launch those products. And we had one of a very, very large um, complex that's used for different sporting events. And they have interns that come in that mow for them for the season. This is a very high profile um place that has cameras on it for TV footage and different things like that. So there's places in this property that have to be perfect. And prior to using this autonomous unit, they would have to put seasoned operators on it to get the, to get the look they were looking for. Um, when we gave them this SurePath unit, they were able to put their interns on it within five minutes. They were as good as anybody on a property. Um, so Really, from a training standpoint, this machine cuts the training down. You know, we've all seen people, it takes them quite a while to get really good on a lap bar zero turn. Um, You know, these landscape contractors have been doing it forever. They're like magicians on these things, but it takes a long time to, to get to that level. And you have a lot of issues with turf tearing with new employees, um, overlapping issues with new employees. Um, things of that nature, where with this, it takes all of that out of the equation. All they have to do is learn to hit the gray GPS button 
once to start it, second to set the line, and then hit turn left or turn right. It's literally a five minutes of training on how the unit operates. And then just to be on the safe side, we do have like a QR code on the side of it, right where the controller is. If somebody does forget the sequence, they can easily uh, scan that QR code and it pops up, you know, kind of the, the instructions to, to utilize the unit. Wow. And the other thing that's also nice about it is that if for some reason they, they do um, miss the, the kind of the sequence of doing things, that's the other reason why it's a semi-autonomous unit. It's still a lawnmower that we sell day in and day out and will function completely manually. Um, so it's not like you're down not being able to use the unit if an operator does forget the sequence of, of operating it too. Oh, that's nice. What are you hearing out in the field from um, lawn and landscaping contractors who are who have used the mower and that sort of thing? Yeah, we're getting really good results um, from the different contractors that's been using it. You know, it's it's mainly been in, in large spaces, honestly, uh, that they've seen the, the the largest gains with it. But we've had some landscapers have said, you know, they they're noticing twenty to thirty percent efficiencies. Um, that's not officially what we say because we can only measure the the cutting width, right? Because it's hard to really quantify the 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 uh, physical fatigue and different things like that that they're noticing with their cut with their um with their employees, but we've heard really high efficiencies with it. Uh, the other big thing that customers like about it, contractors like about it is they are the straightest stripes that you can ever mow because of that GPS line. It keeps that line perfectly on the number of where you need to get the maximum cut, which also gives you a better stripe. The other uh, thing that, that people like about it is it, you don't think about it until you use it, but, because it's a straight line unit, you do have to take it out of GPS mode if you have to go around an object, right? So you're coming up to a tree or some landscaping. You simply grab the wheel and turn it, say, to the right because you're going to go to the, you want to keep the, the trim edge towards um, what you're mowing around so you don't blow grass in it. So you take it out of uh, GPS mode. You go around the obstacle like you would trim it normally. And it's funny, what will happen is, once you go around that object, you hit that GPS button again, and it'll lock you back on the line that you were on. And every every customer I ever demo it with, it's always so funny for them to do it the first time because they've been mowing grass forever, and they think they can get lined up pretty well. And then they hit that GPS button, and it moves them quite a bit. Like, oh, I guess I was going to be way off on that line. But what that does is over time, you have to clean up that extra overlap or that less overlap. So it's going to have to get cleaned up at some point in time. And that's just added time. So, you know, a lot of contractors look at it first as, oh, I don't know where this is going to work. I don't know how this is going to work. Uh, but usually after they mow with it with a couple of properties, uh, then it's the question of, you know, how much is the unit? What's the technology fee for it? How does it work? You know, where else can I try it out? Where else can it work? Um once they, they get the hang of it and they see how uh, effective it can be. Yeah, I bet. Well, excellent. I wish I had that in my own yard. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> what what's next for Cub Cadet and technology development? Where are you guys headed? Yeah, with this, like I said, you know, our end game on the autonomous unit is to, is to get to um, fully autonomous. You know, we have a, a potential to have a, 
a couple of iterations between this one and fully autonomy. Um, if all the technologies come to play, you know, if we could speed up fully autonomy, we would love to do that as well. So really weighing the options of the next step, like I said, in game is fully autonomous so that we can take the operator off the unit. But if there is along the ways where we can improve it, um, we want to be able to do that as well. You know, so we're really focusing in on autonomy, um, you know, really taking the heart of our line and continuing to make it as strong as possible um, as a commercial brand. But then looking at this new technology and how we can work through that, um, you know, electric is coming up a lot as well. And, and how do we how do we integrate electrification into to products like this? And what do those look like down the road as well? It's, um, you know, I, I, I laugh that I've been in this business now um, on the selling side for 20 years. And every time I go back in the shop, I remember back to the days of selling 22 horse uh, zero turn lawnmowers with simple 10 cc transmissions in them. And I, and I look back there and I go, man, it's came a long way really in the last few years, but um, it definitely was a simpler time back then. But it's also, this is a very exciting time seeing all this innovation come into our industry that we haven't honestly seen a lot of innovation in, um, in a long time. So seeing the autonomous, seeing the electrification side, it's really exciting to see what this industry is going to do down the road. Yeah. And I bet this conversation will be a lot different in just like a year. Oh, sure. It will. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. It's amazing how much, uh, things have changed just in such a short time. So, yep. You're exactly right. Well, well, that's all the time we have today. Thanks so much to, to Aaron for, spending time with us today and, and explaining autonomous robot mowers to us and um, wish you the best of luck with Cub Cadet and moving forward with technology. Yeah. Thanks, Gigi. Thanks for the time today. We, we always love the, the chance to talk about our products, which is always great. But for me, I've been in this industry for a long time and just to talk about the industry, I love it. And uh, any opportunity we get to talk about it, it's always fun. So thanks for having us on. Yeah, great. Thanks so much. Tune in every Thursday for another edition of Green Industry Pro's Grassroots Podcast, where we get to the root of the issue. Until next time. Mm-hmm.